we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Oh, Tell good evening. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. We have a uh, we have a very special Drink in the Style episode planned for tonight. Um, as everyone knows, of course, we are uh, in the throes of a pandemic, and these are terrible, horrible times in many ways, fearful. There is all hell breaking loose, but you know what? You still have to laugh. You still have to have a little bit of fun, even when you're talking about stuff that is as serious as this is. Am I right? Like four million people instantly out of work? I know, I know, I know, I know. But you've got to do what you've got to do. Um, so here's what we're doing today. Coctologist Dan Newkirk is with us, of course. Newkirk, how are you? I'm lubed up. Yeah. And uh, Adam McIntyre, who you may remember from uh, Matterport 360, sh- uh, <laughs> Nordy photography. photography. How's it going? Uh, good, man. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We're recording this on Tuesday, so when you guys are listening to this on Saturday, you may actually be listening to it like from a cave somewhere. Who knows what could possibly happen? But we brought the real Irishman on St. Patrick's yes. Day. We brought an Irishman, and not just an Irishman, but an Irishman who is connected to the restaurant and bar business. A lot of folks don't know. But uh, Adam's family is deeply involved in a number of Irish pubs around the Twin Cities, from the local and um, kind of throw some more Irish words: McFadden's, McDoodles, <laughs> McTavish's. Yes, yeah, so that's the Carash pub group. So they've got uh, the local Minneapolis West Ends, Kieran's Irish Pub, and the Liffey in Saint Paul. All fine places. Wonder, wonderful Irish pubs. Yeah, they are. They really are, actually. But uh, so the reason, though, aside from uh, uh, um, taking advantage of Adam's Irish history, uh, is that we are talking about hospitality. Because, guys, um, the hospitality business, restaurants and bars are going through something absolutely unprecedented and something that is is absolutely terrible. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening in that industry and, more importantly, what needs to be done. Specifically, realization of, you know, stop thinking 24 hours ahead. Let's think a week ahead, a month ahead, a year ahead. Correct? Right. Yeah, the, the difficult part is, though, there, there is no roadmap, as I said earlier. No. We, we don't know how long it's going to take. You know, and even that, certain, certain places won't come back. Certain uh, parts of the city are not going to be able to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, downtown for one of them. It's going to be it's going to be brutal. As, I mean, soon, as soon as this all, all clears up, they're going to be ripping up the streets that you can't drive on. Uh, Why would the, they be the ripping rift- up the streets? Are you talking about traffic uh, or Hennepin. street repair? Oh, of course. So got got a last minute uh, blurb. Anybody listening out there in Hennepin or uh, in, in Minneapolis? So uh, outside of um, Butcher and the Boar from 12th all the way down to 7th on Hennepin, you won't be able to drive down that portion of Hennepin until the end of 2021. And they're starting that next month. Huh. And on top of that, this summer, the 3rd Street Bridge or the 3rd Avenue Bridge is going to be out for two years. You're pretty much going to have to like take a bike or a scooter to get downtown. Wow. The city is working against us immensely. Um, they also shut down um, the the police chief's request to add more police officers downtown. Mm-hmm. But we spent nine million dollars to buy a Kmart that is not going to do it Woo-hoo. good for another five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our city council people are are terrible. It's all right. Well, I'll, I'll go on record to say I, I don't, I'm against everything they've been doing lately. And, oh, it's like the Nick Lamal thing all over. Yeah, again, like, like did we not learn? They just, they, Betsy they Hodges sucked, but Jacob Fry's not doing much better. 
It's a great point. No, yeah. I mean, there's because it's it's you know civic planning. I don't know. It's like Minneapolis. It's something that's like it's like the Vikings type of thing. They just always manage to kind of make the wrong decision at the wrong time that creates. It's huge a weird problems. city. Like even down, like just generally the vibe downtown. Is, yeah, not safe. It's a soulless city. It's it is a soulless like city. Like you go to well, no, I don't. Christ, say I was that. in Boston a couple of weeks ago. I was uh, you know in Europe like. You see people on the streets. Even Boston was cold, but there were still people on the streets. Like mm-hmm. it still had an atmosphere. And I was there on a, I was there on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and there were still people walking around, going to bars. And you walk downtown. Well, why would, why would anyone go downtown yeah. Minneapolis on a seven eight night? years ago? It was banging every night of the week, especially in the summertime. People walking around everywhere now. No, after after like ten thirty p.m., it's, it, it's not safe unless you're. And going is that is that what you're arguing? Is that people have been driven away by the crime? Oh, the crime, 100%. Or the crime has come in as people disappeared. Crime has a tendency to come Cr- in. Crime is exactly why all these things have been pushed out. See, and it, but I'm not totally sure that it's, it's a, uh, that it's a, uh, 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 that we don't have enough police. I, we don't. It, it strikes me as though police are being misused. They're not being sent out. I've got one friend who keeps insisting that, uh, that uh, the police feel unsupported and therefore for years have been kind of pulling back on their activity in terms of managing crime, yeah, becoming aloof, unconcerned. Well, their hands are also kind of really tight. So I'm on the uh, Hennepin Theater uh, Safety Committee, and we every month we get together and somebody from the mayor's office, somebody from the district, uh, district attorney's office, somebody from every major position uh, in the city uh, comes in and they, they defend their side. But they, they've circumnavigated so many things, and, like, they told us one thing, and then four minutes later I call them out, and they're like, well, I didn't say that. I'm like, well, why am I saying that you did say it? Uh, it it's just a lot a lot of BS happening right now. It's I'm, I'm, I can never be a politician because I'm, I'm too freaking honest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's one reason. Yeah, but keep it real goes wrong. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be out of the first election race. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I'll, it's, no, we're not, we're not, you know what, we're not going to get too carried away on the political stuff. We are going to talk about restaurants and hospitality, but that's a really good point. You're right. Min- downtown Minneapolis is in disaster, and this is going to be a nail in the coffin. But we can drink. In fact, we have been drinking. We have. What did you make for us? So, it's got two names. One of them is the Belfast Bastard. The Belfast Bastard. Or the Suffering Bastard, which, you know... I like the first I, one better. I like the Belfast Bastard. I really do. It's my hometown, so... I'm a fan of alliteration. So a Belfast Bastard... But bast- we're all Suffering Bastards right now. We are Suffering Bastards. So a Belfast Bastard is Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. gin, mm-hmm. lime juice, mm-hmm. bitters that I can't pronounce the name of. Angostura. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but you can say Shalashna or whatever it is without a problem. But Angostura, you can't. No. All right. Okay. Not at all. And ginger ale. Uh, so, yeah. Over ice. Over we ice. served these in a Collins glass. Was that what you would normally do? Uh, yeah, considering it started at 10 a.m. at the uh, local, some of his Irish friends, they were probably in pint glasses. So we might have just downsized a little bit. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Good this, point. Is, this is a sample. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're putting it together, and you had, I think you said, like an ounce and a half of the uh, of the whiskey, half an ounce of the gin? Uh, no, it was a... Uh, so it's, it's technically meant to be an ounce of whiskey, ounce of gin. Four it, it, was, it was a boot 50-50. All right. Yeah, it was me- it's meant to be an ounce of, ounce of whiskey, ounce of gin, uh, four ounces of fresh lime juice, 
which we kind of cheated on. Yeah. A dash of bitters and some ginger ale. And putting a Yari over ice, stirred, maybe not many stirs, not many revolutions, correct? Because you don't want to get rid of the carbonation. He built on the glass. Oh, did he build on the glass? Oh, I didn't see that. You were right there. Like you around. were right there, Greg. You really thought I was paying attention. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a probably never will see the light of day issue of uh, <laughs> edition of Drink in the Style. I'm Gregory Rich. I shouldn't have said that on the air. Uh, we're going to be back in just a moment. We're going to be talking about uh, hospitality. Some people have the Lord notion. He is the one to bring. To bake a honeycomb hand. Some people like to roast a leg of lamb. Some people have a complicated boat to men. We'll all be milking goats in the end. And there it is. There it is. I've said for years, we'll all be milking goats in the end. I just didn't actually expect it was going to happen Friday. Um. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listening to Drink in the Style, I'm Gregory Rich, your host, and we are trying to have fun during some very difficult times. That was my sympathetic voice. It's uh, absolutely crazy. And, uh, At least it I'm wasn't joined... a high voice, though, as he said it. Yeah, right. Nice point. Yeah, nice yeah. point. Then you would have known I was insincere. Yeah, exactly. Sincerity yeah, down. Yeah, sincerity, yeah. Insincerity up. Mm-hmm. Now that I know this, I can play you people like that. I didn't know that we'd all be milking goats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be milking goats in the end. I, Carl, my one of my designers, was uh, went to uh, Illinois. He drove over there picking up a puppy, and uh, and he's like, "If we're going to be quarantined, I want to be quarantined with a new puppy," which I think is actually a really good idea. It's pretty gay. So he's well, he's gay. I know. It's being funny. <laughs> Unlike the fish in Chicago. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, inside like joke, ladies and gentlemen. Together. Drinking the style after dark. If you want to figure that one out. Anyway, I asked him to buy me a goat in Illinois because I think that maybe imported Illinois goats might be worth more. The native-grown Minnesota ghosts after, you know, in the aftertimes. We have goats? No, we, we didn't get that one. I mean, we got it, but it was bad. We'll all be milking goats in the end. Dude, um, let's talk about uh, the restaurant business downtown and stuff. So yep. everybody knows what's going on. Everybody knows we're shut down for at least 10 days. Yep, mandated, uh, mandated shutdown. Until at least the 27th. For sit-down restaurants, you can still do dining and uh, carry-out and curbside. Mm-hmm. A lot of places are doing that now. Uh, Mavella Kitchen, we, we are doing that. And we're also offering uh, – we were going to originally deliver to the hotel, the, um, the condos that are in the building. Mm-hmm. But then we decided we'd just meet you in the lobby. Uh, and just do a quick exchange because, mm-hmm. you know. That's the plan. So, you've, so you do have to park. Do people have to – so people do have to park and run in, but of course – No, you, you, if you want to drop out in your car, we, we'll bring it out to you. But if you want to meet in the lobby, if you live in the building – Oh, I got yeah. lost on that. Adam, no. were you with that one? E, sort of. Okay. Could have been me. So it's, it's just going to look like a lot of drug dealers are going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, what's, what's, wrong, what's wrong with uh, entrepreneurial uh, street pharmacists? You know what I mean? Entrepreneurial spirit, you're you're a business owner. Like, okay, we're just gonna run into your car. Hey, <laughs> lots, lots of, <laughs> lots of Get in, let's drive around the block. Lots I, of very I, nervous I got your neighbors pizza. calling. Woohoo! And it's gonna be. Hey, buddy, you, you got hey, 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 any potatoes? Here's your chicken parm. Here's your chicken parm. And a bag of meth. 
Uh, we got hash browns, hash browns, my friend. We got hash browns. We got chicken. We got turkey. All right, so you can run the tur- the, the food out, and people can call in uh, ahead. Yep, uh, you which, can order on the website as well. Online ordering. Yep, and a lot of restaurants are doing this, it's, and which is great. That you know, at least there's something that can kind of be done. But on the other hand, is it? I mean, it's not. Servers are still. I mean, who's doing the running out? Are you bringing well, in any it, servers? Like, it's, it's mostly like hourly, and not. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, salaried managers and like people that are on payroll. Okay. Because you know those costs are already kind of built in. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't affect your labor because that's it's all your built-in bottom line already. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you can also do. I mean, you know, the bite squad and stuff like that is out. And that's great. So you can order, and they'll know who's available. But yeah. from a restaurant I, I perspective, that's still morning. that takes a that takes a that takes a piece, right? I mean, oh, yeah, costs you guys. four million people out of work in the United States. How much? So usually those third-party delivery partners. Oh, they're expensive. They're about thirty-five percent. Yeah. So without naming, I'm not going to name names, but it's Bite something. Squad. It's so, a very big part of your margin. It, it rhymes also, with light twad. You know, <laughs> you know no, that was you don't even have to believe you that. Don't, that twad. It's a, a small uh, African newt like creature. You don't really want to get my opinions on third party delivery partners. They're not they're they're expensive they're not, too. They you know what? They're so the interesting thing about them, and so I'm not gonna I'm gonna try to keep this tangent very short, but they're data driven technology companies mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And delivery companies second. So mm-hmm. where they make their money is actually data. Selling their data? Yeah. Well, that's horse so, dung. I know that. So mm-hmm. waiter who own like Bite Squads, uh, DoorDash, all that. These are data companies that mm-hmm. make money off selling customer data. No shite. Mm-hmm. So what they do you eat, when you eat, how you pay. So they don't even try to be good at delivery. No, not at all. So they're... You know, do, do you know what the average rating of those all those third party delivery partners are? No, on what? Let, uh, uh, let, literally, just like as a whole, they get one star out of five. That's their average rating on their platforms. Really? Jesus. They're terrible. Really? And, you know, and they're expensive too. It's on something the other I've, side. I've looked into a lot. You know, my work with. So I run the marketing at, for Carriage Pubs. Okay. So that encompasses online delivery. That looks like. Do we okay? Do we Take this? Do they take that on themselves? Do they hire drivers? Do they use Bite Squad? Do they use Amazon? Mm-hmm. Or not Amazon anymore? But mm-hmm. Uber Eats, like these delivery companies, aren't they? Don't even try to be good. Yeah, they that's just, fascinating. They, they take thirty five percent, and you know, of a rest. So, so say a restaurant group. Say, say they guys, take thirty five percent off of what you guys are selling, right? Yeah, exactly. And plus you have to charge, sign like a contract with them or something. Exactly. So and say they charge okay. five dollars plus a five dollar carry fee, service fee, delivery fee. Plus that doesn't even get sent to the restaurant. Plus, they then ask for a tip. Yep. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. So, is like, it even worth for you guys staying with those guys? Or, well, you know, it's it's the thing of like if you're open, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense to, to <coughs> get that passive income. But yeah, if you're just open for them, probably not. But like, so so Mill Valley, so like, say okay, great, or like any of your restaurants, say you're like okay, great, we're, we we negotiate a great rate. We're 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 only paying twenty percent. Like we've got a great deal. Mm-hmm. That's still bending over and taking it. No, no. Yeah, no, that's not good. Not no, not even that. The, the margins are so They're small. They're putting you down to the bottom of the page. No, because they promote uh, the most profitable. No, of course. Well, interesting. So I'm, I'm going to stop that tangent. No, you know what? There, actually, you know why it, that's it a good. Me nuts. You know that's a really. I, I I did not know that. Neither did I. I know that kind of makes me hesitant to use those guys ever. And as you're sitting here and you're talking about how to help restaurants, it makes you realize. Well, you know, if you're saying, "Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to order from Bite Squad," and now I'm doing my part. You're kind of saying that yes, it's better than nothing. 
pick up the phone, call a restaurant. Actually, just call a restaurant. They will process your card. I'm sure you guys can do it over the phone, right? Dan, you can you? Yeah, no, it's definitely over. You, you, you we're, can we're do it over there, but just like yeah, already, no. pick up the phone and uh, call them. Tick, uh, you know. Especially I, these days, because so. are most places uh, going to have runners of some kind? Well, I mean, has the governor done anything about insurance, waivers, food oh, requirements, things like that's, that? That's all still coming. We're trying to figure it out. Man. See, and that's what we're talking about. So so, so you could have somebody delivering all the food, but we know that that's a highly regulated undertaking. And no one is talking about lifting those requirements. Let's put all this stuff. But if you do, then who knows what other kinds of problems you might necessarily see down the pike. Well, you know, my thing is, too, is like, um, you know, social distancing. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody still has to prepare this food. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm not going to lie. I mean, there, there's a lot of savagery in the, in the restaurant business. And I'm a germaphobe as it is. So mm-hmm. I, I, this whole epidem- pandemic, uh, I feel safe with my already current existing practices. But there's a lot of dirty people out there. I, me- I remember one time passing through a small town in Wisconsin at a Burger King. Yeah, it was Burger King, but I wanted to make chick- uh, original chicken sandwich. And the, the person that was packaging the food up and dealing with money and doing all things, I watched her just tuck in her shirt and, like, kind of rubber butt it ah! she was doing it. I, I just I left. I was like, you can just keep my money. I, I'm, I'm disgusted at this point. Wow. All right. That, was, that wasn't exactly the way I wanted to end the segment. Uh <laughs> you can't always have what you want. That was a very visual description. I've got that stuck in my mind. Though. Hashtag you're welcome. <laughs> I think we're going to make a fresh cocktail when we come back to try to wipe that uh, imagery away. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, stick with us and uh, go have some more liquor because chances are right now you're quarantined. It's a new Oh, my. <laughs> Come on, girl. Play with my. Oh, my. Oh, my. I want you to play. That was fairly good. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Chuck Berry, in honor of the upcoming quarantine, singing my dingling. <laughs> you threw me for a loop with that one. And yes, in, in light of the quarantine, there'll be a lot of the dingling playing going on. So, yeah. That one was just for you. Yeah, I said and it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> Cocktologist, of course I'm going to play with my dingling. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, for the final episode of Drinking the Style, I really wanted to go out on a big musical note. Yeah. All right, we're talking about hospitality here on uh, on the program and uh, and things. You know, I was talking with a, with a friend of mine um, who has a restaurant over in Godforsaken St. Louis Park. And he pointed out uh, something that, that I hadn't given any thought to that's going to be impacted by all this, and that is the microbrewing community in Minneapolis. I mean, there are, there are a lot of great microbrews, and lots of them are mostly, if not all, sold on tap, right? So if you're, you've closed down the bars, you can't get, you know, like, um, what do you measure? Uh, Lonely Man? No, dangerous man. Dangerous man, dangerous man. I had a a, a, a dangerous man at uh, well somewhere, but they're almost all tap sales. Yeah, they'll have absolutely no revenue whatsoever because of this shutdown. And how do you possibly, you know? And have you heard anyone talking about how to solve that issue? That's a hard note for me, dog. 
Yeah, no, nobody, nobody has any solution to these things because all these problems are just they're they're coming up. They're brand new. Mm-hmm. There's no precedent to any of these things that have happened. Right. So I mean, these are the types of things that I wish we had leadership was discussing. I mean, we know we got to wash our hands. We know quarantines are coming, but you're a big bureaucracy. Let's talk about this type of stuff and what we're going to do. What about unemployment insurance? Now, most restaurants, most of these of these folks are you're you're laid off if you're a staff member at. You know, 90% of the restaurants in Minneapolis, you have to go and ask for unemployment. Now, that does that also, if you're a business owner, is your unemployment rate, because I don't know if you guys know or not, but as a business owner, for every unemployment claim that is processed, your insurance, your unemployment insurance rate goes up. So now, if literally massive numbers of employees have uh, applied for unemployment, my unemployment rate will be. It's horrible. It will be an increase of 25, 35, 40% maybe. No discussion of that, right? Well, no, nobody again, mm. no, nobody's figuring these out. The uh, the payroll tax cut that's that's been talked about, that's not going to do a whole lot that's good. for anybody. Well, nobody's on payroll anymore. Right. Well, just yeah. the, like tax, payroll, the taxes you've paid up exist. until now. Right, exactly. I mean, and even Kieran's like, pays people in potatoes and onions, right? Exactly. Yeah. And Guinness. And Irish car bombs. bad day at And Irish car bombs. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even, like, like safe and sick pay when you're laid yeah, off. Yeah, that doesn't like, I'm, not, I'm not an expert on that. I, I don't really know all that much about this, but, like, yeah. surely when you're laid off, safe and sick pay goes out the window. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, you're not employed. The, the bar and restaurant business gives you a lot of flexibility and freedom because you can take vacations, but when you're on those vacations, you're not getting paid for them. You're just, it's time off. Yeah, you know? no, of course not. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's 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 insane. And then it and and that's it. So we know. So you've got servers, you got staff, you got restaurant employees, huge segment. Then you've got the 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 massive trickle downs. You've got people who do refrigeration repair because you guys constantly have my, my ice guys. You know, like. Mm-hmm. My, my ice guys are getting less business from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my purveyors that sell us our wine and sell us our spirits, everybody's feeling the burn. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in a good way like Bernie Sanders 2020 burn. Like it's, it hurts, you know? No. I mean it's 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 disastrous. We, we You and I were talking earlier about all the food that's now going to go to waste. Yeah. The food, you're not – there's nothing that's going to cover that. I mean that's got to be – I mean thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I, I will say though uh, what we've done that's really, really cool is because of all the properties, uh, we were able to run a couple extra days. But downtown stopped first and then Middle Valley was next. And then uh, – so – we redistributed uh, a lot of food that we had downtown and at Trailhead, not only to do it to other restaurants, but to some uh, some of the families of people that were laying off. Well, you're talking about, That's oh, awesome. did you really? A lot of people went home with care packages. Good That's really you. cool. Yeah. Like you know, it's, it's perishables, you know? Like, yeah. I would rather you take advantage of this. So we split up the proteins and some mm-hmm. of the perishables. And, uh, yeah, L- luckily uh, ownership is uh, pretty freaking cool about stuff like that. And they care about the people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you a story about, Yesterday, we were uh, taking booze from downtown to another location to uh, securely put it away. And they, uh, right, because I want to stop you there because that's another thing that you guys have to worry about is potential looting of of yeah liquor stores. Yeah, downtown is already not safe as it is. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you, you can easily smash a window and take advantage of what's going inside when there's no police presence. Uh, buildings are off. A lot of security systems aren't up to date, you know. Wow, you have just triggered a crime wave. Yep, it's my fault. Matthew Galavis Reed is going to be arrested, smashing through the the window looking for Long Island ICs. I I cut you off, but so so uh, so you guys, you're moving 
uh, liquor merchandise out to yeah. different locations. We, we, we were moving, we were moving booze from one place to another because uh, we needed to be secure and safe. And uh, a car at the gas station just ran into a pole that prevents you from driving through the gas station uh, and smashed up the car. Air rig went off. It was a gentleman, uh, obviously on hard times, but he had his daughter with him. And my owner took the daughter and oh. took her over to McDonald's. And the, the dad was completely oblivious to what was going on. Got her some French fries, got, got her some food, got her, got her Coke. And then, uh, you know, came back and uh, we offered them a ride home, which effectively, you know, doesn't really fix the problem. But In, that, that's the kind of duty he is, you know, like I, I appreciate that. No, he's, uh, he, he's, he's, you know, all right, I'll put it this way. The restaurant industry is filled with a lot of holes. No. And I do that so we can do a little bleep on that. It's rare to find decent people in the business, but they are out there. Rakin is a good guy. Oh. I mean, everybody agrees. And uh, yeah, Mike Rakin, who owns who owns the Mill Valley and Mercy and that group, and his wife, Abby, who had the business card that actually had the title Mike's Wife. She might while. be listening. So this this is on you for saying that one on the air. That's your – Greg, sorry. It's the card you gave me. I can't be <laughs> yeah. held responsible for getting a card and reading the title. Yeah, but uh, good, good people. And and Adam, the folks, uh, the folks behind behind your group is are are solid folks, of course. But they're Irish, and the Irish are always solid folks, right? Yes. What would, <laughs> what no. would you say is no. the full ratio in Ireland <laughs> versus Poke Mahone, bro? Poke Mahone. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to go down that road. Yeah, you don't want to go down there. But you know, Let's, it's you know. I, I think it's. I, I I think no matter what restaurant you're on, like it's it's been a hard it's been a hard couple of days. Yeah, I think. I mean, you, know, just, like you, don't, you don't know what's happening. It just keeps happening, and it's it's getting and like worse. To lay off, to just lay off your staff. It's yeah, just, I, I it's just got wrenching. It's right. I, I don't I, I don't know how they. I mean, what's your gut sense? I want to let's. I mean, what? How many? How many restaurants do you think are gonna gonna never reopen as oh, a percentage? I would. Twenty five percent. Close. Close to half. Half. Well, yeah. look at how many closures we've had. Like a lot of these guys, just you know, year. they're they're small business owners. They don't have a, a trust fund of money put away. Like they, this is their livelihood. This is all of our livelihood. And it's a major cash requiring business. I mean, there are huge numbers that go through in the restaurant business. Oh, you know. Also, you know, for a lot of bar, uh, a lot of Irish bars, a lot of, a lot of bars in general. St. Patrick's Day's, you know, St. Patrick's it's Day a is probably not a money ten- maker for St. Patrick's Day for you guys is yeah. probably pretty good. No, for Seriously. for us, no, we're not no? that kind of place. Oh, uh, okay. Well, but there are those that. kind of places. But yeah, no, it's not. You know, for Irish pubs, for sure. It's like St. Patrick's Day, that's it. St. Patrick's weekend last Saturday should have been a big day. We, Seriously, good we point. did a, we actually. You know, we had bands booked. We ended up like running a live stream to our pubs of the band that we're doing an acoustic set, and we're doing it tonight as well. So, yeah. you know, so we're, we, you know, we're 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 trying to do the best we can, but yeah. it's like I don't know. you don't know what to do. Well, what can you do? There's nothing you can do. This is again totally unprecedented. I mean, what about so Brett? You and I were talking about so we have different types of businesses, of course. You you guys have advertising dollars. Will those advertising dollars, you know, necessarily start to dry up? Because again, why would you advertise when you can't drive people to a to a restaurant? I mean, yeah. it's that's going to hit you guys really, really hard. It eventually will because as businesses look at their bottom line, their marketing budget is always going to be the first thing that usually gets cut. Mm-hmm. It's fine, yeah. It's going to be usually yeah. marketing, but especially cut. in this time, I mean, why would you market? There's yeah, exactly. zero reason to market. 
you know, Mill Valley Kitchen will be open in eh, three to five weeks. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. 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 It sucks, but that's the harsh reality of what we're, the times we're in right now. Yep. So that hits AM 950. That hits, I mean, you know, I mean, again, Habitation is a design studio. Of course it gets hit. I, I, it hasn't hit us yet because this is still in crisis mode and nothing is really trickled in. But it, it's just, it's, it's inconceivable. So how do you necessarily resolve, resolve this issue? Like one of the things that I think is a really good idea is, is to distribute uh, uh, costs over uh, an extended period. So if you're if you've got uh, if you've got insurance payments, those insurance payments do not have to be met. Those are suspended. There, there has to be some relief. There has to be. Yeah, that it's it's got to come in from our, our our big brothers. You know, like well, it needs to. Everything needs. Yeah, no. I mean, that's the point of government. Is you're right. supposed to. We're and all getting help. together to protect us against disaster. That's especially, what we especially forgot. Little guy, like the the small business owners. Right. You know, like the, those are like the the heart and soul, the backbone of every community. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you don't support your local, then you're going to be stuck with a big box bull. Woohoo! Yeah, you can bleep me on that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, like quality comes at a price. And if you don't support that, it's going to disappear forever. Mm-hmm. And then you might as well just live in a diner mm-hmm. or eat prairie <laughs> or all these other suburban areas. But me, myself, and I, I like living in the city. Yeah. No, it's – oh, God, you guys. I didn't want this to be negative. I hope we – I don't know if we're going to have a good enough show to air, but maybe we will. But it's uh, – There's not a lot of positive – to talk about yet. I know. I know. We're working on it. We even had a shot because I figured somewhere we would have a moment of solidarity where we wanted to raise the glass. But, I mean, and we have solidarity, but Jesus, it's all grim. No, there's nothing There's nothing good to take out of it yet. Like, there, there, the sun hasn't come out yet. But here's the thing. I mean, but only a little bit of planning is what's needed. A little bit of reassurance. We need somebody who is saying... You know, unemployment, you know, is not standard unemployment. Everyone is going to get. I mean, well, well they did, though, actually release that. Um, so any, anybody that had a, a business shut down due to coronavirus will have no contestant. Like, so there, there is no, like, nobody can tell you no. You're automatically qualified to, to receive unemployment benefits. Although, again, unemployment benefits, of course, are a fraction of, of you know, regular yeah, it's, wages. It's, it's not it's enough no to live yeah. on. It pays bills, but it doesn't, it doesn't like, enrich lives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there's no other place to go. And plus, there's also retail. I mean, it's just it's just madness. This show is going to air again in a few days, and it's uh, it's probably going to be really, really. It's, dated. It'll, be, it'll be worse before it gets better. It's almost kind of gotta, right? Yeah. Her. Hold on your ankles and kiss your woohoo goodbye. Jesus. <laughs> so we have that extra shot in front of us. There's that <laughs> shot. There's that timing for the shot. You just made me cough. Now people are going to club me. All right. Uh, throw it up. Say it in the Irish accent. Cilantro. Cilantro. I love cilantro. That's great. <laughs> Fuckers. And brother, I can name you a few. Well, I gotta get drunk and I sure do dread it Cause I know just what I'm gonna do Nice Willie, nice little Willie Well, Willis I gotta there. get drunk, Lord George Trey There's a lot of good people in town Everybody knows that the days are loaded Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed Everybody knows the war is over, everybody knows.
glass Everybody knows the fight was fixed The poor stay poor, the rich get rich That's how it goes Everybody knows Yeah Everybody You know, knows after hearing that song, I feel like I should be uh, standing in front of a full-length mirror with my... My dingling tucked between my legs, applying <laughs> lipstick. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that took me to a different place, and uh, I feel kind of dirty about it. <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah. Wow, that was well done, yeah. actually. Leonard Cohen, Everybody Knows. Are you familiar with that song? No. Great song. I like song. it. And it was also covered in an insanely even better version by uh, a European Nordic person who I can't remember. And I've been saving that song if 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 a certain individual gets reelected because the everybody knows the good guys <laughs> lost, I thought would be appropriate. But Leonard Cohen. So uh folks, uh Dan uh Newkirk had uh, had challenged me to whether I can beat my ding a ling on intro music. <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Solid. All right, so uh, last episode, last last airing was a little bit, uh, you know, down and out. So let's talk about the positive stuff this time. So you can go online. Uh, you can probably find it in your social medias like uh, Facebook. Um, change.org is the uh, – right now one of the current petitions going around. It's sent to uh, Governor Waltz, and it's basically – so March 20th, uh, property er, – I'm sorry, um, sales tax will be due for all businesses uh, for, for their fiscal um, – month mm -hmm. and uh the the new petition now is to let uh sales tax be wiped away all, all taxes to small business owners uh be wiped away for this while the duration of this is going on so if we can get that to to alleviate some things there'll be some redistribution of wealth that'll happen and that actually is a positive thing there's also uh there's food shelves the uh um the the USBG, which is the united states bartenders uh guild uh we have a minneapolis st paul chapter uh they the, the, so the USBG is allowing applications to apply uh, for a some some help. So if you need a little some food, some groceries, uh, you apply, you submit, and uh, it's it's picked at random. But they will be like helping people uh, put put food in their belly and groceries on the shelves. All right, I mean, Adam, you you pointed this out. You came to America four years ago from Ireland, correct? Correct. See, I'm a servant <laughs> that way. I picked up on the Irish accent. Also, <laughs> the bagpipes helped. Except yes. they were Scottish, which throws me off. We left them outside, though. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're just out there waiting for me to go out again, and they'll start following me. <laughs> <laughs> sit, laddie, sit. <laughs> um, so you, you came to America four years ago, and you said the first thing you noticed, or one of the first things you noticed, was the, the, the separation of people. The fact that we are so uh, horribly, horribly uh, polarized. I hate the term, but whatever. Um, and now you see opportunity here. People are coming together, right? You know, it's not something I, I didn't notice it straight away. Mm -hmm. It's kind of been a realization over time. Yeah, well, We're you like, wouldn't because you look at the surface and everything seems normal. But then once you drill down and you've been here for a while, you realize how we have been so vehemently separated from one another. For sure. And it's, it's, you know, For it's, sure. no, no, <laughs> 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 um, you know, that, you know, that's Irish for, I love you. <laughs> endearing, very endearing. It is endearing. But, you know, I, I think it's just, I think 
I don't know. My perspective has definitely changed. Like, uh, you know, my girlfriend works in social work with ment- children's mental health, so that's oh, definitely... She's a damn saint. I don't I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how she does it. It baffles me. I wouldn't have the patience, but you know what? But All that's, children that's are essentially criminal, and most of them are insane. Oscar Wilde. It's, it's changed my perspective just a little bit, but... You know, I, I feel like at this point, like, today was one of the first days I've been here that I've actually felt like, you know, everybody's kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, it's like the first day of college. Yeah. Right. Like, I, did you, like, y'all go to college out of We're state. all confused. Uh, we don't know what to but, uh, <laughs> expect. But like, you know, you arrive there and you're like, what the f***? Woo-hoo. Like, my student house, I, I, I signed a lease without meeting the people I was going to live with, um, which was actually... Quite funny because they were all from East Belfast. They were all they were from three Protestant Woo-hoo. places. Oh which, as a God. Catholic, which no, I know it sounds ridiculous. Christians living true. with Christians, no, God true. forbid. But, <laughs> um, but it was it was kind of like holy. But like uh, yeah, I probably should have done more research on this. But like, so uh, as a Catholic boy, you were ta- ta- tossed into a den of a, of, of Protestants. I know. Eaten alive. Uh, did you uh, Did you find the But, but did you come together? Wait. The, the Lord Jesus Christ is not anybody's savior and it doesn't actually exist? Did <laughs> you believe that yet? Have, have you gotten Americanized in that? Woohoo! Yes, I have. All right, good. But you know that an American like, Catholic is a European Protestant, and you're a European Catholic who was thrown into Protestants coming to America. But it's, it's like, you know, we're all kind of just. We're kind of all in this Woo-hoo. together. Like, we're yeah. on the same boat. Yes. You know, sir. There's no socioeconomic like, status. There's, are you sick or are you not sick? Period. Well, it's that and also, like, you know, you know, I look after the marketing for the Cara Group. It's also, I was having beers with servers and bartenders. And for those stuff. of you who can't understand, Adam, he just said the marketing for the Carag Group. Cara. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we're all without a job. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm fortunate to have a photography company on the side. As, as I have another. a feeling people are going to be slowing up on their picture taking for a little while too, though. So it's it's going to well, affect you a little bit. No. We're booked out three weeks. Damn. No, no cancellations due to the, any of this I've stuff. I've had one cancellation. Okay. Well, it's prepaid, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but you know, I don't know. I just I feel like there's an opportunity that people are actually going to come together. We're all in the same boat. It's beyond everybody's control. You know, I live in a building with uh, older people. Like, we're, we we stuck a couple of notes under the door. And I'm not, I'm not, woohoo, St. Patrick. Like, but, like, it's just offering to help people. Just, like, be a decent human. Don't hoard the toilet paper. It's yeah. not a gastrointestinal problem. Right. Like, right. you're not going to woohoo yourself if you get coronavirus. So, can we just dispel this myth? Right. You don't need it. It's uh, what was the joke? It's a good thing it wasn't uh, it wasn't a gastrointestinal problem because then the natal spray would be gone. <laughs> Every, how, you're the poop yeah, yeah. joke guy, and you didn't appreciate that. No, Newkirk? no, I just I was I was really back to, back when I talked about my squatty potty back in our early days when we first started doing this together. A huge evangelist for the squatty potty. Yeah, to be honest with you, I was a little bit concerned. With what I went on my Amazon Prime account, and I couldn't get my vitamin E with aloe toilet paper anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, now you guys are finally getting bored. But you know who still has toilet paper? You know who still has toilet paper, everybody? The goddamn co-ops, man. Because they're selling recycled TP. Wipe, wipe it again. Wipe it again. Wipe it again. 
Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> well, I just want my TV When I am so famous, this is going to be like the, the episode that nobody ever can get a hold of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to squash this. This back. is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. <laughs> it is. You know what's funny? Uh, so I have a Word document of when to bleep out swears. On segment four, I just wrote, listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you told us it was okay. Dude, this is your moment to shine musically. If you can set up like different tones for each swear word, I bet you could do like like – Brahms level compose, well, composing. Well, did record a bunch of different wahoos. I should use some different wahoos for each of these. Yeah, and seriously. Like a song out of these, yes. Seriously. Oh, God. Wahoo, wahoo, wahoo. Um, <laughs> I know, I, I know, I know. You guys, I mean, so, I mean, when we when we decided to do this show, Dan, you were against the show because you didn't want to be harping on the on the thing that we're all talking about. And I wanted to do something about... The real problems long term and some planning and some other aspects. But we have nothing to go on. Like, it hasn't even been written yet. It's going to get worse before it gets better. I don't want to create, you know, this hysterity because by the time this airs, it's going to be worse. I mean, well, we have been told, like, you know, uh, you know, okay, people that worked. Like the two employees. I mean, I don't want to get all the, 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 the country of France just wiped out taxes. Rent, uh, they just came through like 20 minutes ago. Uh, it'll never happen here. Well, I don't know about you guys. Like, I haven't filed my taxes for this year. I'm going to pay into the IRS. I, I, I owe money this year. Yeah. And we've all been there. Um, I can I can, I can, assure you that like that is low on my priority. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay the taxes that I owe right, for right, sure. Right. But it's very low on the priority list Eventually, at this point. Eventually, yeah. yeah. I think that was covered like, midweek, late week, that they're going to give extensions. I have a buddy have who said that he's going to take that entire amount and he's going to put it into the stock market to try to buy low. I said, you're absurdly foolish because we don't know what the bottom is yet. Yeah. And these days, and then we're seeing 1,000-point swings. Yeah. That and would have been boom, massive boom, boom. news. My biggest client lost uh, 47% of their value last week. Really? Damn. Really? Yeah, you know, uh, that caused some right. gastrointestinal no. distress for sure. <laughs> I, need, I need that toilet paper. He needed some teepee. Somebody throw <laughs> us something good. Anyone. Something good as we go into the last 60 seconds of the broadcast. And all, all of the uh, the looming things with toilet paper, right? Oh, really? What's the left butt cheek to the right butt cheek? What? Together we can stop this. Woohoo! <laughs> That's my go-to joke, Greg. You know, one I just, <laughs> just be one good, vote. do what you can, like, really. Like, yeah, yeah. In, all, in all seriousness, like, I know. let's just help who we can. Folks, let's look after the vulnerable. The real world is coming down. What is the definition of reality? Reality is that, which when you stop believing in it, still happens. We need to find solutions to what's about to happen. Oh, sweet. It's been drinking this style, and folks... Seriously, good luck this week. Hey, brother, pour the wine.